Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of this podcast. And today I am honored and graced by Mr. Manish Adwani sir's presence today. So first of all, welcome to the show sir. Thank you so much Soham. It's an honor and privilege to be with you on this show. Thank you sir. Uh, so in this podcast we are talking about storytelling and Mr. Manish Adwani is an award-winning story consultant and he is also a seven times TEDx speaker. He has also been a global keynote speaker and is a global goodwill ambassador and has over 20 years of experience spanning across diverse functionalities starting from learning and development, content writing, corporate and internal communications, marketing, purpose-based branding, sales and, ma- uh, sales and management and much more. He has also won notable awards in the industry starting from the Microsoft's President's Award, International Green Apple Award, Public Relations Council of India Silver Award and a bunch others. He is also on the list of top most 100 influential marketing leaders of India. So he is also known as the coconut man of India. So, so what could be a better way of starting this conversation rather than telling a story? So you are known as the coconut man of India. So what is the story behind the coconut man of India? Wow, that's an interesting question which you have asked. So. Uh, the thing is, I have, I mean, you know, this is a long story, which I've shared in my first TEDx talk, which I did, uh, titled Coconuts Can Kill Dengue. Okay. Uh, so in a nutshell, if I have to explain, in 2016, there was a fire in the Devnar garbage dump, uh, which is, uh, Devnar is a place um, in Mumbai. Mm-hmm. And this had become world news. So as a okay. citizen of India, I had three options. One was to keep quiet and do nothing about it. Second option was to protest against it, um, you know, against the authorities, you know, what are they doing and they need to change, they need to do something about it. And the third option which I had was be the change you want to see, uh, as the famous saying goes of uh, Mahatma Gandhi. And I chose option three. And uh, to address the issues, I tried to, you know, look at the root cause of the problem, uh, which was, you know, um, people were not making sustainability personal so to make sustainability personal to give them the experience of you know uh, sustainability works wonders i uh, started a campaign of growing plants in coconut shells and after that you know the campaign moved further in stage two whereby i started engaging people in doing artwork on coconut shells and then we moved further in that campaign whereby you know we made an attempt to make world's uh, first house made out of sun-dried coconut shells which won award for India in the House of Commons at the British Parliament. Right. So it's wonderful sir and it always fascinates me that we as humans have been so, so attached to stories. So for about 6 million years humans have always been on this planet and we have always used storytelling in some or the other way whether it is to evolve or build tools or create civilization and religions. So what is the reason that we as humans like storytelling so much? And what is the reason that it has been there for so long? One of the reasons, you know, the storytelling is something which is loved by almost everyone in the world is it simplifies communication. Right. It's, it simplifies. So, so like if I have to convey to someone that, you know, um, I mean, if, if somebody is negotiating with someone um, in the world of business, right? 
now the one is that you know when you are negotiating you are negotiating on pure numbers so we we are giving you the best possible number we are you know offering you the best possible service or da 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 right but to make it or you know <clears throat> make the negotiation more interesting i mean you know if one actually narrates a story that you have the credibility you have the experience you have the talent to solve someone's problem it's not easier to convey through a story because the person at the other end with whom you are negotiating will be able to visualize what you are trying to convey right so so as you were saying that it is not easier to tell uh, like it is not easier to communicate through stories but uh, all the great leaders who have uh, uh, like steve jobs or uh, apj abdul kalam they had one skill in common that was good storytelling so how does one develop this skill of good storytelling or is it something that we learn along the way as we evolve see i believe we all are born storytellers um, because you know if you see the I mean you know, the children actually learn through stories right. even the basic of maths is taught through stories you know so and so had four apples he gave away two how many was he left with right but as we move further in life you know schools and um, i mean you know don't encourage storytelling because after fourth or fifth grade we move in the world of numbers where you know people start chasing grades and the worst part is storytelling you know there are no grades also for storytelling right so all i feel is you know my question to you would be like you know i'm not sure you had the privilege of listening to stories from your grandfather or grandmother yeah i had the privilege of uh... you know knowing stories from my grandfather even my father and my mother also so now my question to you is did they went to any storytelling school to learn storytelling no i think they evolved with it like they had been told uh, stories by their parents and they just uh, kept kept on going to gen- from generation to generation they kept the skill going So, so so you know in many cases what happens is when when we grow up we grow up through stories but at certain point we you know leave our friend storyteller who is within us behind and then we start chasing numbers and when we are done with chasing numbers we again get go back to our friend that you know now you come with me right so so the storyteller is within all we have to do is reignite the storyteller right so so what can we do to reignite the storyteller um uh, reignite this you simplify life i mean you know unfortunately we we comp- we make life more and more complex i mean we have to simplify life i mean we simplify life through storytelling i mean through stories is something which we relate to and if we continue with storytelling throughout our life we'll be actually living a life which will be more simplified right so sir as you were saying that we relate more through the stories So uh, what do you think is the importance of language in storytelling is it something that create barriers or is storytelling uh, storytelling a way of uniting more people so what do you think does language come in the way of it see i mean stories have got i mean in the world of communication uh, the communication is divided into non verbal and verbal communication and in the non verbal you have the body language and you have the tone right and in the world um, in the verbal you have words which you know which uh, represent 7% of the entire communication so stories have got lot to do with emotions stories have got lot to do with you know how you how the person actually is conveying and with what conviction he is conveying so so i won't agree with you that stories always unite stories can even divide people right 
So a lot of division which we see around the world is is based on the stories people have got connected with. So exactly. say, with religion people follow, they go to their holy places. Absolutely. They go because they have heard stories. Right. And even the atheists become atheists because they have heard certain stories or certain experiences they have had in life. Yes, sir. So, uh, do you think that storytelling is an underrated skill today? It is underrated skill. Um, it's not given much importance in schools and colleges, which I feel they must give because stories should become a way of life. I mean, you know, people should be because now the thing is the world is talking about data, data, data. It's all about data. Data is the new oil. But honestly speaking, data comes with limitations. Right. Data has its own limitations. For example, if you go on online reviews, I mean, you know, most of the reviews are fake on many of the online sites. Right. But yet people go and buy or make decisions or making a purchase by looking at those ratings and reviews. So they are making their decision based upon a story that the other person has said. No, no, they are not actually based on story. They're based on the comment. I mean, if you storyify your decision, you will go deeper into who has written that comment. Do you even know that person on the basis of which you are making the decision? You don't even know that person and you're getting carried away. Why? Are they, what is the intention of that person? Why has he written that comment or he's given that review? What if that person is from competition of the proper company which is selling product? There could be many things. You don't even know the person and you're making the decision based on you're trusting someone whom you don't even know. Yes. Today, some people don't even trust their brothers and sisters. I mean, what to talk about strangers? <laughs> so this is ironical. So, you know, when so stories make you question because stories make you dive deeper into five W's and one, one H. Five W's are why, who, where, what, when and how. How did he go about writing? So, when you question these, you know, when you storyify, you will actually go or dive deeper and you will evolve from data to stories. You are actually, you know, making better decisions. Rather, I mean, in case of pure data or, you know, only data, you might end up making decisions which are based on certain perceptions. But if you dive deeper into stories, you will be more realistic in making decisions. Right. Only ironical problem is many a times people, in, even in stories, they get carried away with stories rather than questioning. Right. Questioning the five W's and one H will give clarity. What is that person's intention? If the person is trying to divide people, what is that person's intention? Hmm. Or, or he's, you know, creating or he's giving a hate speech. You should hate certain amount, number, I mean, you know, certain type of people. And we, we need to dive deeper into the story. Why is he doing so? Right. Has he got a interest of, you know, um, and having a certain sect of crowd uh, which must follow him, which must be his followers? Or the, so diving deeper into these five W's and one H will, will give clarity, will give, you know, clear direction of, you know, what we want to do or what we intend to do is something which is more realistic. Right. So, so as you rightly mentioned that uh, we should always question the stories even if the stories are told we should have the power to question the stories so you know i have a funny question but i would like to ask you it anyways so do you think that every story needs a hero and a climax for it to be a good story see as far as hero is concerned yes every story i mean you know hero i mean is uh, essential because the entire stories or the narrative is created around that hero right as far as climax is concerned, it can be there, it can't be there. It's either ways. But now if it's there, climax makes the story more interesting. It's like an ECG. Like if your ECG has a straight line, 
what would you um, make out of it <laughs> nothing we are dead so we are dead so like the story you know to make story exciting or to make story upsetting you need climax so the ecg can go up and down i mean it can show you know so then then people actually you know get drawn okay you know that surprise element is there they want to know more oh, what happened yes uh, you know when that person went through this situation whether it was um, exciting or upsetting what was the next thing which happened right did he get million dollars or did he lose million dollars or kon banega crorepati or you know <laughs> so so it's either way so 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 it depends i mean you know right so uh you've seen uh, uh two three of your ted talks uh, so far uh, and you have also been talking about life much deeply so do you think that we as humans in search of meaning like everybody is searching for a meaning to life so for that meaning to life are we searching for a perfect package of a story so i feel most of the human beings are looking for ila uh what is that ila is importance love and appreciation okay and 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 for that they're willing to go to any extent right and and that's the reason the whole social media has taken off in a big way because it's all about you know people are trying to um, write whatever they or share the content uh, based on their experiences it's mainly i mean if if you um, you know have had a rich experience if you are sharing with others there's a purpose behind it and uh, the purpose is that you know how many people appreciate your experience how many people like or comment on your experience right so everyone is trying to sell their uh, small stories on social media that's true on on almost everyday basis i mean stories are what you know people are trying to sell and and depending on you do the richer the content or richer the experience the response is high irrespective of number of followers they have that doesn't matter right so uh, sir uh, before we end this uh, podcast i have one last question for you uh, as you brought the schooling aspect of uh, storytelling that it is not given much of attention so what is uh, what is your advice for young generation in 2020 who have probably finished their schooling and are about to enter college life or about to enter the real life which is they are going into the markets and so with good storytelling and communication skills what are the top other three skills that you would recommend them see one the top three skills which i would like to recommend is the first one would be cognitive flexibility okay So, I just highly recommend that you know don't have a fixed mindset. Go with and we have we as flexible as possible because this world is going to be more and more unpredictable. Disruptions are going to be on the rise. You never know what you are attached to or what you are I mean. You know, uh, on the thing which you have fixed your mind, it can get disrupted, and you might actually feel uh, morose. You might feel down. So rather than being too attached to that particular thing, have the element of cognitive flexibility that you can switch the gears. Right. as for time place and circumstance uh second important skill which i would you know recommend is creativity you, you know be as creative as possible because the world is going to be more and more complex uh, technology yes i mean it solves problems also solution to a problem at times lead to another problem right so like i mean you know yes virtual is the new norm and virtual comes with its pros and cons yes virtual has advantage where it, you know you can operate from anywhere anytime but it has its cons also because it can actually make you work in silos it can make you inhuman it can make you become like a machine if you are associating continuously with machine right 
so so for that creativity is important how you you know use creativity to solve those problems which come your way and the third would be service attitude because you know i mean um service attitude is key because attitude is something which can take one to an altitude and the service element makes a big difference right very rightly said sir so i think that there are a lot of things that one can learn from this uh, short podcast that we did and take away uh, things and implement them in their own life so thank you sir for coming on the podcast and sharing such wonderful stories and experiences with us and you are most welcome and uh, likewise you know it was a, a wonderful experience talking to you it was nice interacting with you thank you sir it was an honor